This is a sicha from Lakudus Sichas Chelik Yotes Parshas Veschanon Sicha Aleph, and the topic of the sicha is that in this week's parsha we learn about the mitzvah of learning and teaching Torah, and we learn it from the pasuk of Veshinantam Levanecha, and there are four parts in the sicha. The rebel number one asks two questions on this. Number two, explain a difference between Torah and mitzvahs. Number three, based on this, answer the questions. And number four, show where we see this in the Prikei Ovis of this week. In the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, there are in general two tzivoyim. One tzivoy is lilmoid, which refers to the chiyuv to learn Torah. And one tzivoy is lilamid, which refers to the chiyuv to teach Torah to others. And especially the chiyuv of a father to teach his son. And we find something very perplexing in this matter. And that is that both the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe, they don't begin their Hilchas Tamatera with the din that one is Mechuyev to learn Torah themselves, but rather they begin Hilchas Tamatera with the din that there is a Chiyuv and a Mitzvah Saseh in the Torah on a father to teach his young son Torah. So it begins with the Tzivoy of Lilamid, and only afterwards do they teach about the Tzivoy of Lilmaid. And the it's not understood. First, that you teach the general Chiyuv to learn Torah in the first place. And only afterwards does you teach that it's not enough to just learn, but rather one must also teach their young son. And as it's understood simply that there's a Chiyuv to teach one's young son Torah, why is there a Chiyuv for a person to teach others and especially their young son Torah? The reason there is this Chiyuv is because there's a Chiyuv for one to learn Torah in general. And the Torah tells us that not only should a person themselves do this mitzvah of learning Torah, they should also teach others Torah. And this is an additional tzivah in the mitzvah of Talmud Torah that's not found in all other mitzvahs, where in all other mitzvahs, the chinuch of others, or of a father being mechanach, his son, is only midrabanon. And this idea that first that you teach the tzivah to learn Torah, and only afterwards the tzivah to teach others Torah, is especially since you can't have, it's not possible to have the lilamid to teach others until you first have lilamid that you learn yourself. So lilamid should come before lilamid both conceptually and practically. Conceptually, first there is the mitzvah of learning Torah, and by Talmud Torah, there's an additional tzivoy, which is to teach others this Torah, that a person should teach their young son Torah. So that's conceptually. And also practically, a person cannot do the mitzvah of lilamid of teaching others until they first do the Lumay that they learn for themselves. And so it would seem appropriate that first the Rambam Nalta Rebbe should teach about the Tzivri of Lilmait, that a person themselves has to learn Torah, and only afterwards about the Tzivri of Lilamid, that a person also has to teach others, and especially their young son, Torah. So simply we can explain that it's done in this order for two reasons. Number one, since it's a mitzvah to teach a young child Torah, so learning as a child is what comes first to each person. If we look at a person's life who learns and teaches Torah, what happened for them first? First, somebody taught them Torah. So first it was the experience of Lalamid by someone else teaching them Torah. And then there was the experience of Luma that they learned themselves. So Lalamid technically comes first, not in terms of a person having to learn themselves before teaching others, but in terms of what happens to a person from when they're born. First, the person is taught Torah. So first, there is the experience of Lalamid by someone else teaching them. And then there is the Lilmid that they learn for themselves. And number two, the Tzivri, which is counted as the mitzvah. What's the Tzivri? The Torah talks and speaks many times and tells us many times about the mitzvah of learning Torah. But the Tzivri, which is counted as the mitzvah, 
Which one is is the the actual tzivui in the Torah? Is where it says v'shinantam levanecha, which includes lilmed and lelamed, as Chazal explain. And when we look at the words v'shinantam levanecha, they simply mean lelamed. They mean to teach v'shinantam levanecha. You should teach your sons. You should teach your students. Benecha ilo talmidim. And so since the tzivui, which teaches us about the mitzvah of learning and teaching, is written in the form of teaching, so therefore that's the first thing that's mentioned by the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe, the mitzvah to teach and only afterwards the mitzvah to learn. So simply we could use these two reasons to explain why lilame, teaching others, is taught before lilmeh, the mitzvah that a person should learn themselves. However, this itself requires an explanation. This itself needs to be understood. Why indeed is the mitzvah of Talmud Torah distinct from all other mitzvahs in these two regards? That number one, it's even for a young child, like the first point that we made, and therefore that's why this first experience of Lalami, that a person is taught only afterwards, Lumi, that a person learns. Why indeed is that unique to Talmud Torah? And number two, the second point that we made, why is it that the Chiyuv of Lilmaid, why does the Torah include it in the Tzivuy of Lalamid? Why indeed does the Torah do it this way? Now, we can answer that the reason we have this distinction by Talmud Torah, that it's even for a young child, and the Chiyuv of Lilmaid is included in the Tzivuy of Lalamid, so we can answer that it's in order to express the difference between learning Torah and Elam Hazah and the learning Torah in Elam Haba. Like it's understood that you can't compare the learning Torah here in Elam Haza to when Mashiach comes, when you, Pnuyim Bateir like the Rambam writes, and you, Yisroch Achamim Gdeilim, and Molar Dea, and Tarba Adeya Vachachma Vahemes. So obviously the learning is going to be on an entirely higher, higher level. And like Chazal indeed tell us that the Torah that we learn today is Hevel compared to the Torah that we're going to learn when Mashiach comes. And so it comes out that the general learning Torah today here in Elam Haza, even from those who are G'daylim, that are, are adults, it's really not any more than the learning of a Katan. And in addition, just like the learning Torah of a child, of a Katan, is the idea of Chinuch, you are educating the child, which basically what that means is that it prepares the child for when they get the main of their main obligation. They themselves, when they become a Gadol, have to learn. So the same is true regarding learning Torah in general in Einam Haza, that the current learning Torah is a chinuch and a preparation to learning Torah Mashiach comes. And like we find, it's explained that only when there is Talmud Ebiyadai, which means that a person does what they need to do down here in this world, then in Gan Eden, do they have a learning Torah in the proper way? And so certainly that also applies to the learning Torah when Mashiach comes, that only if a person learns here, will they have it then. And so it's the idea, and it's similar to the idea of chinuch and preparation for later. So that's why we find something unique, or this unique thing in Torah, that you have this thing of chinuch, because our entire learning of Torah fits into that idea of chinuch. And so that's why there is the chinuch of a katan, and that's why that's where the limit is learned from, because really that's our entire learning. It's a form of chinuch. However, this explanation is not enough, since we find this very same idea by mitzvahs. Also, the mitzvahs that we do today, it says that they are in a level of katnus compared to the mitzvahs that we'll do when Mashiach comes, where then we will do the mitzvahs the way Hashem really wants. And so the mitzvahs today are also in a level of katnus, and they're also a form of chinuch for the mitzvahs of Eilam Haba.
And so we can't really answer the question of how Torah is distinct or why Torah is distinct and that it also has Chinuch. And we learn the whole, the whole mitzvah to learn Torah from the mitzvah of teaching Torah. We can't explain that it's because of the unique quality of Torah that it's in a form of katnus compared to the Torah of Elam Haba because we find the very same thing by mitzvahs as well. And nevertheless by mitzvahs, we don't have chinuch mena Torah and we don't learn the mitzvah of doing mitzvahs from the mitzvah of chinuch, of children to do mitzvahs. So we will understand this by first explaining the difference between Torah and mitzvahs. So now we're going to go to a side discussion, explain the difference between Torah and mitzvahs, and based on that, we're going to answer our questions. So the difference, or one of the differences between Torah and mitzvahs is that mitzvahs, the main Indian of mitzvahs, which are done with physical objects, is to make an impact on the world, which means to be mevar and mezakech, the physical object, and the keiches of the nefesh of Bahamas, which a person uses to fulfill the mitzvah. And therefore, even though a person must fulfill mitzvahs with bittel, and not because it makes sense, but rather because it's the Ratzon and that's what Hashem wants, and as we say by the mitzvahs, we do them because Hashem commanded us. But nevertheless, the main thing is the doing of the mitzvah. The bitul and the letzarif bemes abriyes, the other benefits are like extra things. What the mitzvah has to bring forth in the person, that a person should feel bottle, and that it should be mitzarif abriyes, it isn't ma'akav bidi'evir. And it's like an extra thing to the actual doing of the mitzvah. The main thing is the physical doing of the mitzvah, because the purpose of the mitzvahs is to be mevar mezakech, the physical world. Torah, on the other hand, the union of learning Torah, the gather of learning Torah, is that the person's seichel should understand and unite with the muskel. That's the definition of learning Torah, that a person's seichel understands and becomes completely one with the muskel, meaning that a person should seek the truth of the haskalah, not the understanding and the conclusions that they want to have, but rather what the Haskalah really is, which by Torah, what is the Haskalah of Torah? It's Chachmasi Yisbarach. So therefore, because of this, because the whole idea of Torah is that a person's Seichel understands and unites with the Muskal. And what is the Muskal of Torah? It's Chachmasi Yisbarach. So therefore, the union of Bittal is a fundamental part of learning Torah. It's not an extra thing. Because since Torah is Chachmasi Yisbarach and Chachmasi Yisbarach, Hashem's Chachma is completely higher than Gedar and Ivraim, so it can't be grasped by a Nivra. A Nivra cannot grasp something that's entirely higher than Gedar and Ivraim. But that's the whole definition of Torah, that a person should grasp, understand, and unite with the Torah, which is higher than Gedar and Ivraim. So the only way for that to be done is if one learns with Bittal. When one learns with the Kayach of their Seichel, not with Bittal, so then not only could they not, could they, are they, are they not uniting with the Chochmah of Hashem, but it can lead, as a result of the fact that they're not really uniting with the Chochmah of Hashem, it can lead to Megala Panama literally to come to a conclusion that's the opposite of Torah. It's Chochmah what they'll come up with, it's good, they'll come up with good svaras, good ideas, but it's not a halacha of Torah. And therefore, this is the reason why it has to be Berchu Batera The reason why you have to have the bracha on Torah beforehand, when the bracha emphasizes that it's Hashem's Torah, we say Naisana Torah, is in order to have as a Yesay, the foundation to learning Torah, a person has to have the Bittal. And if a person has the Bittal, then they can be a Kli for the Torah, which is Chachmasa Yisbarach. Now, just like there must be Bittal as a foundation and an introduction to learning Torah, 
which as we said, that makes a person a kli to Hashem's Torah, so so too there must be bitul during the time of learning Torah, more so than during the time of doing mitzvahs. Because by mitzvahs, when a person does a mitzvah properly, which what does it mean to do a mitzvah properly? Because that's what Hashem commanded. So when a person is doing a mitzvah properly, one's mitzvah isn't mixed into it. The definition of a mitzvah is that a person is doing what Hashem commanded, which means that their mitzvah isn't mixed into it already. And so therefore, there is not such a need to be concerned that the Avedah should be with Bittal. Because the whole Avedah itself has this, this ingredient of Bittal. However, by Torah, since the whole Indian of Torah is the unity of the person's seichel with the muskel, which as we said is Hashem's chachma, meaning what we're saying is that a person comes to Hashem's chachma with their own seichel. That's, the, that's what Limit Torah is. So therefore, it's necessary to make sure one's mitzvah doesn't get mixed in. Because if a person's mitzvah gets mixed in, like we said, then a person cannot come to the truth. And when a person, uh, for an example, a person may sometimes think that the only thing that matters to them is the truth of Torah, and that's why they think they are having a strong uh, feelings and a strong reaction to what somebody else says, which they think is incorrect, when in truth, the main thing that's bothering them is not because they're feeling the truth of Torah, the main thing that's bothering them and the main thing that they feel is that it doesn't fit with their seichel. And so by Torah, it's especially important to have bitl not just as an introduction and a preparation and a foundation, but also during the learning of Torah, a person also has to be aware of the necessity to have bitl since the whole definition of the learning is that a person is using their seichel to come to Hashem's chachma, and that's only possible when there is this bitl of the, of the person. According to this, we can explain the above two in Yanim. Number one, that the mitzvah of Tamatera is also to teach a child, unlike by other mitzvahs, we don't have the Indian of Chinech Manatera. And number two, that the mitzvah of learning of an adult, the mitzvah of Lilmaid, is included in the tzivay of Vishnantum Levanecha, which simply means Lalamit to teach one son. Because this expresses the two in Yanam of Bittal that we said are so fundamental and necessary for the mitzvah of Tamatera. The idea that learning Torah begins by a child, and even similarly before that, from when a child can speak, this emphasizes that the beginning and foundation of learning Torah is not the Seichel and Torah, but rather the Bittal. Like we said, the first has to be the Berchu Torah, the Bittal to the Nesana Torah. And this Indian of Bittal is not dependent on greatness and Seichel, but rather it exists by every Yid, even a child, because of their Neshama. And so by having the mitzvah of Chinuch by Talmud it's telling us that the main thing by Torah is what we see by even a child has. A child doesn't have greatness, doesn't have a lot of seichel, but what they have, just like any adult has, because they have a neshama, is the bitl. And the second detail that we said, that also the mitzvah of learning of an adult is included in the tzivah v'shinantam levanecha, so that teaches us that also during the learning itself, when one is engaged with the Torah, with their seichel, they're doing the mitzvah of lilmaid. So one must have the bitl like that of a child. So by the Torah telling us that Talmud Torah has chinuch, it's telling us that the main thing before learning is the bitl. And by the Torah teaching the mitzvah of lilmaid, with the words v'shinantam levanecha, which mean to teach a young child, it's telling us that also when a person is doing the action, the, action, the mitzvah of, of learning, they're not as a preparation to learning, they're actually learning, also then they have to have the bitl like that of a child. So with this, we answered all of our questions. Now we're going to move on to the second part of the Sikha.
So as we spoke many times, since every Indian, and especially in Torah, is Bashkacha Pratis and is precise, everything in general in the world is Bashkacha Pratis, and especially in Torah, so it's understood that there's a meaningful connection between the Parshas of Javua and the Perak and Pirkei which we learn on that Shabbos. Because if, since everything is exact, everything is precise, everything is Bashkacha Pratis, so if on this Shabbos we read this Parsha and learn this Perak and Pirkei that means there's a connection between the two of them. And bringing it to our Indian, since there are varying opinions whether we say Pirkei on the Shabbos of Tishabov, this Sicha was connected to the Shabbos of Tishabov, or it was the of Tishabov, the year that it was said and the year that it was given out. And some opinions say that on such a Shabbos we do say Pirkei others say we don't. But since there are opinions that say that we do, and Elu Ve'elu Divrili Kim Chaim, they're both part of Torah, so we'll explain it according to the opinion that we do say Pirkei and so the Perak would be Perak Revi. And we're going to go with this opinion, especially since and we're waiting for Mashiach to come, and that these days of mourning will be transformed to days of Yom Tevim. So this includes waiting with a great yearning that we will say Pirkei according to all opinions. And so in addition to the general connection between Parshas Veschanan and Perakrivi of Pirkeavis, which is that in both of them we find many in Yonim related to learning Torah, so in addition to that we also find in Tumishnayis, in Perakrivi, a Hayra, and an emphasis regarding the two in Yonim of Bittal that are required by Talmud Torah. So we're going to discuss over here two Mishnayis. First Mishnachof and then Mishnah Yutas. Mishnachof says, Someone who teaches Torah to a child, what are they similar to? They're similar to writing with ink on a fresh new piece of paper where the words and the letters come out very clear. And someone who teaches Torah to an older person, what is that similar to? to writing with ink on an old, worn-out paper where the words and the letters aren't clear. And so the Rebbe asks over here, the Yira in the first section, that Halei Yeled, the Yira over there is understood. It encourages a Yid about the importance of learning Torah while still young and not to push it off until one is old. So we already have over here the encouragement to start while young, which means that a person shouldn't wait until they're old. However, why does the Mishnah need to emphasize the warning in the second section, that Halei Zakin? Why does the Mishnah have to emphasize it? It already tells us The emphasis sounds as like the Mishnah is coming to teach that someone who didn't learn Torah until they were older, they should despair from succeeding in learning Torah. Is, is that what the Mishnah is coming to teach us? That if a person didn't learn Torah until they were older, should they should despair from succeeding in learning Torah? And the explanation is, according to what we learned about the bittel that's needed for learning Torah, so also means that one learns Torah with bittel, which only then is the Torah absorbed in a person, like the ink on a new fresh piece of paper. However, when one learns Torah only with their seichel, which that's the idea of a zakin, who's a zakin? So when a person learns Torah with their seichel without bittel, then the Torah, which is Hashem's Torah, cannot be properly absorbed by a person. Because like we said, the Torah is Hashem's Torah, which is completely higher than the whole gather of Nevraim. And so the message in the Mishnah is very much telling us not only does a person, not only that a person has to have Bittal, but also telling us that if a person doesn't have Bittal, then it won't be absorbed. It'll be like putting ink on a worn out piece of paper. The Torah won't be absorbed. The person has to have Bittal. 
So it's not referring to someone who's old and they can't undo their situation. It's referring to someone who's just a zakin, there's no bitl. And the Mishnah, the Tana is telling us that absolutely a person has to know and therefore make a change. A person has to know that if a person learns Torah from such a place, then they can't properly absorb the Torah. Now in Mishnah Yates it says, Shmuel HaKotan Eimer, Shmuel HaKotan says, and this is a Pasuk from Mishle, Bin Poyle Vecha Al Tismach, when your enemy falls, don't be happy, and when he stumbles, your heart shouldn't rejoice. Lest Hashem see, and it'll be evil, it'll be bad in his eyes. Hashem will take his anger from your fellow and place it on this person. And so over here, there's a well known question, which is what's the Chiddush of Shmuelakotan? What is he teaching us here? This is a clear Pasuk in Mishlei. So what is exactly this teaching of Shmuel HaKotan? So the Machzer Vitri explains that the Pasuk refers to a war in worldly matters. And Shmuel HaKotan adds that also by Milcham Teshul Teira, a war of Teira between two Talmud Chachamim, and one wins over the other, so the victor has to know that Bin Pele Vecha Al Tismach. And this is similar to the Tefillah of Rabbi Nechun Ben Akone. He used to say before going into the Beis Medrash, he said, My friends in the Beis Medrash shouldn't make a mistake in their learning of Allah, and then I will be happy about it. He was davening to Hashem that that shouldn't happen. So also here, Shmuel Akatan is instructing that a person should not be happy when they win the war. Now, in what way is a war of terror different than a worldly war that therefore we would think that there could be Ben Pelevecha Tismach? Shmuel Akatan is telling us that it's not just on a worldly matters, in a war of worldly matters, that a person shouldn't be happy Ben Pelevecha. It's also by Melchamta Shultera, which means if not for his teaching, we would think that by Melchamta Shultera, then we'd say Ben Pelevecha Tismach. So the question is, what, why would we think this? So the explanation is that since the person was victorious over their fellow in a matter of halacha, so it's not their personal victory, but rather the victory of Teirah, which will bring a great simcha. So bin Pelevecha, there should be tismach. The truth of the Teirah was revealed. And Shmuel HaKadim comes and says, bin Pelevecha al tismach. Why not? Because if the person only cared about the truth of Teirah, so then it wouldn't be felt in their simcha that it's been Pele Vecha. It wouldn't be been Pele Vecha, Tismach. It would be that the Torah is revealed, the truth of the Allah is revealed, so Tismach. If a person is experiencing it, been Pele Vecha, so then Al Tismach. Because if they only cared about the truth of Torah, they wouldn't feel the been Pele Vecha aspect. They'd only feel the positive, that a matter in Torah has become clear. Another Indian in this, if the person was truly committed to reveal Hashem's Chachmah, and that's what they're experiencing. And it's the simcha of coming to Allah. So then they wouldn't they wouldn't need to think even. Not only wouldn't they feel that it's been Pailavecha, they wouldn't even understand it and see it and think of it as been Pailavecha. Since we're talking about an opinion in Torah, an Elu Ve'elu, Divalakim Chaim. Yes, in Allah we could only go with one opinion. But both opinions are part of Torah. And therefore, since the person feels a simcha from bin Pailavecha, so the person sees it as bin Pelevecha, and their feeling is a joy from bin Pelevecha. So Shmuel HaKotan, Kotan means that he was mocked in himself, the Indian of Bittal. He teaches that learning Torah has to be with Bittal, and the person should only care about reaching the truth of Torah. So again over here we see the message of Bittal connected to the actual learning of Torah. We're going to continue here and bring out another point in order to explain the second half of the Pasuk.
where it says, al that when your fellow stumbles, your heart shouldn't rejoice. Panir Hashem, lest Hashem see verabe inov, it'll be evil in his eyes. Veheshev me'olavape, you'll take from him, from upon him, his anger and place it on this person. So we continue and say that however one can claim, it's true that also the opinion of Evecha can be correct, since as we said, Eilu ve'elu divril kimchaim. However, the other person didn't just want to say an opinion in Torah. The other person wanted to say it as the opinion which is the halacha. So therefore, since the other person is wrong about it being halacha, so this is an instance of bin poel evecha. It is bin poel. Because in terms of it being halacha, it's not halacha. So why do we demand altismach and not to feel that it's bin poel evecha? So therefore, Shmuel HaKantan continues, It's possible that the reason the other person didn't come to the correct halacha isn't because of something that they're lacking, but rather as a punishment because of apoy. And therefore, a person shouldn't feel simcha that the other person, and it's through this person that's that won the war of Allah, a person shouldn't feel happy that this other person, and through them, received the punishment. The simcha should only be that the Allah was clarified, like we brought up earlier, that even if it is a yvecha, what the person should feel is not the benpeil yvecha. They should feel that the truth of the Torah came out. And to the contrary, not only shouldn't the person feel benpeil yvecha, if the person feels simcha from ben Vecha, then Hashem may place apay on this person themselves. And through thinking deeply into this, a person will succeed in not only feeling, and not only not feeling that it's ben Vecha, but rather the opposite. It'll be the opposite of ben Vecha, it'll be the greatest of closeness. It'll be enam zazim misham achanasim oyevim like Chazal say, they won't move in there until they, become, they, they, they love one another. And even more so, as it said about the Beishamai, and Basil that they had a, they actually had closeness and friendship and love among one another. to fulfill what's said in the Pasik,